The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to yet another episode here at the Kick Pie Dojo. I am your host slash sensei, TJ Williams, giving you the insider of my martial arts journey, as well as analyzing and discussing martial arts-based subject, and, as always, highlighting certain martial artists from around the world, ranging from movie actors and world-renowned martial artists, past, present, as well as future. Okay, so let's let me give you um well one thing, a couple of things I want to talk about. My do my little introduction. Um, well, first of all, though, know, it was a pleasure um, last month talking about the couple pioneers in the Black History Month. Well, during Black History Month, um, I get an opportunity to talk about some um black people or African Americans that made an impact in the martial artists martial arts world. I mean, I had real fun talking about them and really get to research them, like research their lives before they became big. But it was like really amazing to really get to like, well, you know, there's some people that I want to meet. No, out of all those guys that mentioned, I probably would like to meet all of them. But, you know, really, I guess with everything going on with COVID, no, that may be a fat chance. But, you know, nevertheless, this is something that really <clears throat> got me interested into being more dedicated to martial arts because of these African-Americans. But, of course, now that February is over, we're on to March. And, of course, March is National Women's History Month, or you just def- or definitely call it Women's Month, All right, either way you call it. So, definitely for this month, I'm going to be... <clears throat> talking about uh four the four women that um that made an impact in the martial arts in martial arts not only on themselves but on others all right so definitely it's going to be dedicated toward women and really I'm going to have to do a lot of research and really help understand okay um so for this week Alright, so I'm going to talk about also a great pioneer in um, in the martial arts, uh, Cynthia Rothrock. Rothrock. Yeah, it's, uh, probably best known for a lot of things. Known for her quick kicks, her flexibility, her weapon, her weapons, weapon play. I mean, really, uh, really... <laughs> Well, really just uh no definitely um some of the great movies that she uh are definitely uh i'm i'm just excited to just to talk about it because really this is probably one of the few people i want to meet okay all right but let's go let's take it back let's go way back to before cynthia rockwell so cynthia rockwell i can't even say her last name but I mean, it's kind of hard. It's Rothrock. Oh, Rothrock. 
Alright, yeah, people know what I'm talking about. I mean, let's go back to before everything happened for her, before she became the famous Cynthia. Alright, so from starts, born March, oh, definitely, born on a women's muff, born on March 8th, uh, 1956, right, 7, 1957, I mean, in Wilmington, Dakota, or Wilmington, Delaware, ah, man, I just woke up, ah, you know, I had to get my sleep in, so she's in Wilmington, Delaware, but grew up in Scranton, Pennsylvania, I mean, really, you are born in one city, then you move to another and grew up, but let's get started of how she became big in martial arts, for starters, she started martial arts lessons at the age of 13, you know, that's pretty much around the time that I started um, martial arts. You know, usually you start when you're real young, when you're either six or seven years old. But yet, you know, it's never too late to join martial arts. You know, you can join as a kid or you can join as a teenager. So yet, here she is starting her martial arts lesson at 13, a teenager. You know, and definitely here's an accomplishment. She has black belts in five different systems. Of course, uh, currently she's an eighth degree in Tank Sidhu. You know, really, when I think of that, um, I'm that's Tank Sidhu is pretty much similar style to what I do with the Chuck Norris system. And uh, really, that's quite an accomplishment. That's like, if you think of um, my style of the Chuck Norris system, that's mastering. So I'm not sure if eighth degree is master rank and tanks to do but you know if it was that'd be an accomplishment and of course she got a black belt in taekwondo and of course black slash well that's or should I say a black belt in eagle claw kung fu northern shaolin kung fu and you got man, a lot of kung fu styles wushu and you got uh pen Pelum, 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 Tau, um, uh, Kung Fu, you know, some of these names that you can't, you know, even if you try, but nevertheless, this is, this is an accomplishment, she got so many martial arts styles under her belt, and yet, once I get to her movies, then I'll explain, like, what I observed when I watched the movies or fight scenes, alright, but other than having the black belts, I mean, she has an accomplishments in competition, a tournament competition, as she has won five world champion. Well, she won world champion five times between 1981 to and 1985 in forms and weapons. And really, now really, other than having black belts, you know, she looks like when somebody is a world champion in kata and weapons you know this is probably somebody that really trains hard or really trains into being good in something and being a world champion I mean, it takes a lot of training you know doing forms is a way to enhance your physicality and you have those who go on to great lengths to be the best and you know really honestly you talk about Cynthia, 
really becoming a world champion in forms and weapons, which means she really puts her heart in the cop. See, that's what I usually tell people or tell my students, you know, if you truly are want to be a martial artist, you know, you have to put your training in. Your training makes a big difference when you go in the, when you actually go into battle. And that's when you're going in the like going in the session, going to class. And even we have like we have regular class and practice class. I mean, that's your battlefield. I mean, when you're home, you're spending like at least less amount of time that you do in the Christ studio and trying to perfect on your mistakes or perfect on things that you're struggling with. You know, that's what I want to tell these kids. You know, you may have it up here, but, you know, you want to make sure you have it physically. And, you know, really, that's what I really try to train these students to do. Train on having a better ability. And therefore, their cot, everything that they're caught in their katas will look great. You know, really train on those basics. Right. So definitely with these terms, well, definitely what you say when <clears throat> Cynthia is a world champion, unless she took first place 32 times in forms and 12 times in weapons. And I guess her favorite weapons is hook sword. Right. So it's really wonderful. Right. So it's. Right. So. So you look at this, um, you got 38 tournaments and you take first place. Like really, that's just an accomplishment. You know, I definitely, I have my share of um, winning least trophies, you know. One trophy is good enough for me. You know, I don't have nothing to prove. You know, the fact is I don't have to go to a tournament to prove myself. <laughs> All right, and... This would earn her to, to be inducted. Of course, this would be all this accomplishments. You know, it would get her inducted into the Black Belt Magazine Hall of Fame as Female Competitor of the Year in 1983. I mean, and of course, this would make her the first woman to appear on the cover of the martial arts magazine. I mean, um. I don't know if they still have them at Black Belt Magazines. You know, I got to look. But they might still have it. You know, they, you know, you have to really, really explain or at least, like, really highlight martial artists from around the world that's really making an impact. And yet, you got Cynthia Rockwa, Rockwa, or Rothwar, Rock. Man, I've just, just uh, I just got to really say that slow just to get it down, to get her name down, but. Having an accomplishment to be good in kata and really getting yourself put on the <clears throat> cover of a magazine, that's real great. All right. So, yeah, if you have, have that ability. Right. So, let me get the rest of these notes in. All right. So, no, really, that's why I usually tell these kids with katas, you know, you have to train on your techniques first before you go on the kata and really look on balance. All right, so pretty much <clears throat> after her competition, all right, so really, this is where acting kind of goes in, in play. All right, so here's how her acting kind of began. So you got 
you got Golden Harvest, who happens to be a Hong Kong film film company back back in the day. You know, they're responsible for like most of the Jackie Chan or just say Bruce Lee movies. All right, yeah, in Hong Kong. All right, so they discovered Roth Rock in L in L A in Los Angeles while she was on the Ernie Ries West Coast demonstration team in 1983. So really, I mean, that's definitely, that's definitely a real way to get discovered. I mean, you go out there and you perform and you do your stuff and then, you know, people hear about you and then all of a sudden you get approached by somebody like really big important i mean probably higher than tournaments like you got the film yeah you got definitely the film um industry you know they see your ability as something they can use in a movie all right so and in, in this case two years later she had made her martial arts movie debut in the movie um yes madam and yeah starting like michelle yim yeah, 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 Michelle Mian playing as inspectors from different countries teaming up to retrieve a uh, microfilm from by uh, that who was stolen that was stolen by low level thieves. Oh, yeah, definitely. I want to talk about this fight scene. All right, here they are. You got Michelle and you got Cynthia, of course, they're surrounded, <laughs> and you know, they're dressed like dressed for combat and you know you got michelle and the and then they guess they're teaming up and this is where kata kind of comes in handy and you know you got michelle and cynthia they going at these guys you know definitely cynthia using her fighting ability using everything that she didn't of course of course she has a black belt in kung fu yeah she probably using that in her in her fights you see her do splits you see her use weapons. I mean, really. You see her do, like, high kicks. So, that's pretty much what she's known for. And also, she's known for a scorpion kick. You know, there's also another woman that's known for a scorpion kick. And that's uh, Chloe Bruce. You know, really. You got these women that have great flexibility. And definitely, they don't take a back seat. And telling somebody that they're they're not easy to mess with. Alright, so honestly, that's the one thing that I really wanted to to, to really get to get by. Alright, so yeah. So that's not that's not only the fight scene that I observed, you know, definitely. There's also another fight scene from a movie Above the Law. And, you know, she uh definitely had a fight scene with uh Karen uh uh, uh what's her name? I'm trying to think I'm on research uh you got um Oh yeah, uh, Karen Shepard. I mean, and the scene from this movie can remind me of Mortal Kombat. Of course, uh, you got Karen who uses like I don't know a chain that represents like a spear from like Scorpion, and I see how she uses it. She's like she tried to use use it against Cynthia, and uh, you know really she got the upper hand on her. Like really, every time she uses it, I was like, get over here. That's how I see the scene, but you know, definitely, you know, Cynthia will find a way to get get an upper hand. 
and then like in the scenes you know she was like getting beat down getting like hit with a spear and then all of a sudden she (laughs) she definitely took the took control like had like a bamboo stick and uh you know yeah and um she does like as a finisher she does um kind of like a pole vault move she pole vaults like to a top like top like on a roof or something or on a ledge and she does a flying kick and knocks um karen off the ledge and kills her i mean that was like something else you know really i don't know if she did pole vaulting in school but yeah that's something real interesting if she has those pole vaulting skills hey real wonderful and also in another movie magic crystal she has her scene with richard norton yeah another pioneer in martial arts all right, and this is yeah, and you'll see in the movie that she used her kung fu uh, skills in her movie. Like one in particular, yeah, she I think she used like uh, a butter sword, and I think um, Richard Norton has like um, some type of armor on his hands or on his um, on his wrist, and um, he's fighting Cynthia and. and She's um, constantly using the butter sword, and I then think there was like one scene where she uses her kung fu, like she uses like the snake and the tiger and the eagle claw. Yeah, she incorporates all that and just uh, take try to takes out um, Richard Norton. Hey, so that's the wonderful thing about incorporating your katas, and you know, there's another term for that. There's kumite, you know, mostly that sparring. Right, there's you know different ways of sparring, point sparring, and then you got continuous sparring. You know, that's how it is. That's how it is with kata. You know, when I train, you train first with kata, then you kind of pretty much bring them into kumite. You know, you, you definitely have to teach them um, one steps. Yeah, that's definitely a kumite. You teach them basic one steps. You know, you use basic techniques to. Uh, Really, um, take your opponent down. Right, so, really, yeah, we start traditional because that's how it is. Right, so, and also, there's also lots of other fighting scenes. You know, you got uh, other movies that she did. You know, her first American film, 24 Hours to Midnight. Of course, this is where she um, develops ninja skills to um, fight against her husband's ki- killers. Right, so, that's another movie and i guess the difference with her american film and her and her hong kong film you know you got hong kong people they're fast all right so i don't know if they use like a fast camera or fast um camera um editing to make it look awesome but you know it's real wonderful to really see her in a movie and also speaking of another of course uh there's no movie where <clears throat> Sam Hong, yeah, she has a fight scene. Yeah, I just like watched it yesterday. I mean, it looks like I don't know if Samo was the bad guy or Cynthia was the bad guy, but you know, really, they had a wonderful fight scene. Yeah, I guess really they had like a back and forth battle, and then what once gets to the end, I guess it went, it got to the point where Samo might did like a choke slam or or just power bombed her to the ground. And uh, broke her back, and I guess from there he was going to go for attacking, but he just kept smacking her upside the head. You know, definitely Samo is 
surrounded by co- surrounded by comedy. You know, it's wonderful. All right, so all right, and that also another movie that um she was in. It was back in like six years ago in 2015. You got her and um she's teaming up with um Don Wilson, Don the Dragon Wilson, um also a pioneer in martial arts and also a pioneer in kickboxing. All right, so I guess they play the aunt and uncle of a troubled teen dealing with adjusting with new life in um in California. All right, and yet uh I guess um things don't go well for him because uh he gets bullied. And uh of course uh, yeah, that's the price you pay when you're messing with somebody's woman. Well, he didn't wasn't messing with it, he was just talking. And I guess the bully took it the wrong way. And um I guess the kid is asking his uncle uh, yeah, teach him martial arts. Yeah, and of course it gets to scenes with uh Don Wilson. Yeah, uh and you got uh Yeah, so he gives the two points really in this movie. You go you're either a street fighter, there's two type of fighters. You got street fighter and martial artists. You know, street fighters they two of their two a force to force their will well you know you know street fighter fights to enforce their will on others and you got martial artists they fight to, for two reasons self-defense or to defend others so really you you gotta really think you think of your real purpose of joining martial arts you, are you joining martial arts to be a street fighter or you're a martial art are you are you going to join martial arts to be decent to be a good person you know there's two different things you know there's times where you know i want to be that person to fight but you know you know there's got to be certain people that like to talk and try to like try to break you you know they usually people you know just let them talk walk away it's not worth it you know don't try to make it a lengthy fight. You have nothing to prove to that person. You know, you're not the one talking. They are. You know, I'd rather have somebody give me an opportunity. I'd rather be ready for an opportunity to show off my stuff than to have somebody try to push me, pressure me to show my stuff. You know, but, you know, as far as, as long as they don't touch me, you know, as long as they don't touch you, you know, they can talk all they want, you know, but... You know, think of people think it's the right, um, right, right reaction to really start a fight when somebody talks. You know, there's you know there's, there's certain people that like to talk out there, but yet he says in another scene, of course, to be a martial artist, you know, you can't be lazy or selfish. Being lazy or selfish is a dangerous combination for a martial artist. You know, really. And kind of analyze and kind of analyzing this, uh, kind of analyzing the scene. You know, when when my students ask when are they testing or why they're not testing, you know, I tell them you're not ready. <clears throat> and really, you expect me to teach you test you on the, in a belt rank when you're not ready, when you choose not to train, you choose not to listen, you choose to full around you choose the other things over your training you know that's the thing that's really hurting us when it comes to martial arts training 
you know, you got kids that are so hooked on technology, you know, hooked on their phones, playing games, you know, I'm not saying that you don't have to get rid of games totally, but you have to really kind of think about it. You got to think that, um, you really have to think, well, well, I'm going to say you, you have to think of that about your priorities. You know, you can't be lazy or s- selfish, you know, you, if you, you're being lazy, just sitting there and while your parents are doing housework and you're saying they're doing playing games, you know, that make you lazy as well as selfish. You know, you ask your parents for stuff, but yet you are selfish and you don't help them out. You know, that's how that's how you learn how to grow up. You know, you want to do things right. You don't want to be selfish or lazy. You know, I've dealt with people that are either selfish, you know, they ask for stuff, but, you know, they don't want to do stuff for me. So that's the type of people you're going to deal with. So I try not to associate them, associate myself with them. You know, I'm doing what I'm doing for me. You know, if you want, if you want to ask me something, you better hope, you better have something in return. You don't, better not just run away when I give stuff. That's why giving people stuff is not, it's not something that I like to do. So, really, if anybody got a problem with that, you know, I'm sorry, but, you know, you got to think twice of what you want out of people. Right? You know, that's just kind of bothering us, just thinking about it. All right, so others, other than that, having an acting career and having, like, a martial arts background, you know, roughly, of course, a personal life, she's been married, of course, and, yeah, she's currently divorced, but yet she produced one daughter, yeah, Skylar Rock, 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 yes, yeah, so just, just, I'm going to say Skylar, I'm, I'm having trouble with her name, all right, so definitely, of course, uh, other than that, she works at um, a two ultimate um, self-defense studio as a, well, definitely it's a base out studio, sort of a chain. So she works as a martial arts teacher or instructor and co-owner. All right, so definitely she's keeping herself busy, you know, and also she has like a YouTube channel. Of course, I guess she does like daily workouts. She has a Q&A session. And, um, yeah, and I guess she, like, talks about certain things in her life, you know, other than martial arts, you know, like, like how she keeps herself in shape. And, you know, what's, 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 what's her purpose of why she took martial arts? You know, really, definitely take a look at that, her her YouTube channel, you know, I got to start looking at that, see what I can find, you know, I can really get inspired by women who made an impact, you know, and I admit that, you know, there's so many women out there that um, I look at, not only in, on, in my organization, but in Instagram, you know, I look, see all these videos that are made, and live, and live videos, <clears throat> yeah, you know, Instagram live, Facebook live, you know, it's real amazing to see how these women really strive to be the best. You know, some men out there feel threatened because women are making an impact. But, you know, you shouldn't be threatened. All right. Really, women deserve an equal opportunity. All right. So 
and <clears throat> this is what makes this is why I like talking about uh, you know Cynthia Cynthia Rockwood alright yeah, really I don't know that's that's pretty much all I got to say pretty much her lifestyle is really dedicated toward martial arts and that's what you really need as a woman really proving that you can do more you know people they just like like to doubt women but you know you, you can't doubt women that can work hard and be a top of their game you know a lot of activities out there all right okay so before i kind of conclude conclude this episode um you know there's a certain um thing i found on facebook of certain quote about being a black belt you know really and it says having a black belt means nothing if you don't conduct yourself as a black belt be courteous show respect motivate inspire right yeah you know that's the thing no it really bothers me going back to like when i tell student that you have to earn your spot you have to earn your belt you know you're not just given a belt you got to earn it you got to earn it every day like even when you're wearing it all right so so as a black belt you know it's really really important for me as a black belt to really kind of really not only train but to um to really teach these kids really inspire them motivate them that that's what it takes to be a black belt you know you have to really go all out and really get better at everything that you are taught from kata well, from techniques simple techniques from kata and even sparring all right and that's one thing that i try to pass on to these kids you know some of them are not going to get it and some of them will get it but you know as an instructor you know i don't quit on those who get it or, or and who do who don't who not get it all right so i don't want to give up on those kids you know i really um i really um i don't know how to say that i really pray for these kids you know really you know i can't say i feel sorry no i'm sympathetic you know you know these kids are really put down the wrong path in life, and you know you they need some that person to really uh, be their be their figure, be their motivator. But you know most parents, you know they're not going to be that motivator all the time. But you know, but at least I mean to feel like the nurturing should happen at home. Speaking of that, yeah, really discipline happens at home first before. It, it happens at a cry studio. So if the discipline is not happening at home, you know, the same discipline is not going to happen at martial arts. You know, they're not going to show that discipline in martial arts if it's not happening at home first. You know, that's where it starts. So really, parents, you got to be out there. You got to be helping. Really getting these kids to understand that, you know, the way they behave is not okay. All right. So they have to really show that respect that show that discipline all right okay so that concludes my episode on cynthia roth rock got it roth rock 
All right, so really, she's a great pioneer. You know, I'm really looking forward to looking at those YouTube videos. All right, so, and uh, speaking of um, previous episodes, uh, of course, I got the BICBPRadio.com, of course, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And uh, if you want to look at those um, episodes that I did with uh, Black History Month, all right, they're still available. And also other um, episodes are available starting from episode one to now. All right. So for those who are new to this podcast, I really look at these episodes and really kind of analyze what you want to do. If you want to go into martial arts or if you know somebody that wants to go to martial arts, you know, have them listen to this podcast. All right. And I'm speaking of this. Uh, I know I'm not going to always give the best episodes, but, you know, I always have the have the decency and at least the courage to go out and talk and at least give my perspective of what true martial arts is. That's why I want to explain, you know, too many people are getting the wrong interpretation of what martial arts is. All right. So I want to at least express it the right way, the way I see it. Alright, so definitely this has been a fun episode and um tune in for next week as I still talk about um National Women's Month and I'll give you another episode of another pioneer in martial arts and uh, I'll see you next time for another episode here at the Kickbot Dojo. This is your sensei TJ Williams bowing you out. <laughs>